Hello and welcome to Mswami Podcast. I'm Eric Mwinemugash and Kwame Otiende. We articulate African-centered perspectives. We start from East Africa, Africa and the rest of the world. I'm sure even himself was just shocked to realize that actually he's going to be president of Tanzania. Who? Magufuli. Mm. Because he wasn't, he never been on the picture that one day he'll mm. become. Mm. He's one of those people that takes, you know, takes a, take a chance. Was mm. he not a minister? He, he, was, he, he was a minister, but for him to dream to become a president of Tanzania, why you know that you have Loasa, mm. you have Bernard Membe, you have January Makam, but those three guys. Yeah, there were a lot yeah. of people that were here. He was not even one of ten people you could think of. That was Godi Palanjo. He is from Arusha, Tanzania. Tanzania is going to the polls in less than two months. Let's get a little background from five years ago up to where we are now. Um, the guy who stood in the last election for Tanzania, what was his name? Um, <coughs> in, uh, Edward Luasa, you're talking about. L- Luasa, yeah. yeah. Luasa. The one, the guy that defected from CCM yeah, in the very yeah, last minute. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then he looked like he was going to win it, but he didn't. You see, online he seemed very popular. It doesn't seem like he's going to win, though, because he defected from CCM after they... Yeah, did. he could. He should have won it, yeah. apparently, Yeah, yeah. But, but, then, but then he wasn't very good with the former president who was in charge at that time. Oh, Kikwete. Yeah, Kikwete. And I think the whole thing, if the other thing is that he could be one of the guys to run through CCM, but because opposition has already dented him so badly previously, mm-hmm. he, would have, he would never... He, that time we couldn't win. That mm. thing, yeah. And I think CCM was just like they needed someone like Magufuli, mm. who people knows that he's no got, nonsense and yeah, yeah, to rescue the party basically. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure even himself was just shocked to realize that actually he's gonna be president of Tanzania. Who Magufuli? Mm. Because he wasn't. He never been on the picture that one day he'll mm. become. Mm. He's one of those people that takes. You know, take a, take a chance. Was mm. he not a minister? He, he, was, he, he was a minister, but for him to dream to become a president of Tanzania, why you know that you have Loasa, mm. you have Bernard Membe, mm. you have January Makam, but those three guys. Yeah, there were a lot yeah. of people that were here. He was not even one of the ten people you could think of. So it just happened that now we need to rescue party. Mm. Let's get somebody who can sell. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Are you are you saying that in Tanzania uh, there is a chance of an opposition to win? Because that has never happened. What seems to to for us who no, don't come from Tanzania, we see things like Ch- Tanzania is having the change. But is it not the the same party? Is it is it about winning the, you know, the politics within the party or winning the opposition outside CCM? I think in Tanzania, anything can happen this time. Anything can happen because I was just watching news today yeah. and um, there is the coming back of Lisu. Yeah. The guy was shot. Yeah, so if you, if you, uh, Lisu, is he the guy who was uh, living in Belgium? For yeah, yeah, that's, that's the guy for at least well, two, two years almost. Yeah. More than well, two years. Not, not so much living in uh, Belgium, but ran away to Belgium because obviously he got injured, right? He was, he was shot. Yeah, shot. 
Yeah, he was shot. He was in hospital yeah. in Nairobi, and then he had to go to Belgium to recuperate. Yeah, and where he could get, like, a better Health, treatment. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, but also an opportunity of touring around uh, Europe to make sure that, you know, gaining more support and all that. Yeah. So he's back. And for those who follow news about Tanzania and their politics at yeah. the moment, yeah. The fire that was ign- that he ignited last week when he came back at the airport, you could just tell that there is something new is happening in Tanzania. What are the chances that he's going to actually win? People, they have sympathy. Sympathy with him? Yeah, they feel the pain. And actually, some people, they feel like we need to rescue democracy in Tanzania. And he understands what people they want to hear. Say, this is the guy that got shot I think over 30 times, okay? He was, they wanted to get rid of him, was it in 2017? Yeah. And, yeah. and the mm. government haven't said anything, anything about him. And uh, when he say to people, my body is ripped apart and still I have some, I have a bullet in my body. People, they feel that. And this is because of this guy who is in power. That's least, that's one person. Yeah. You have Bernard Membe, who is now, as he was a previous um, foreign affairs minister, minister yeah. from Kikwete's government. Yeah. Yeah. He's not a small guy. Mm-hmm. He's, quite a ver- he's, he's a very powerful man in the country. He was in a inverted commas that kicked out of CCM a few weeks ago. And uh, now he has joined ACT, which is a very new political party. So but if, you, yeah. if you just give us quickly yeah. on uh, demogra- uh, demographics of how Tanzanians vote. So as we have told um, the listeners of this podcast that it's usually been one party. Is there any time where C- CCM nearly lost power? Like they, you know, they've always said they are winning with the landslide. So what is different now? I think CCM, as we have seen, they are coming down gradually, gradually. Um, during last election, I think they, they were not as good. I think we have 50%. 50%. Yeah, and Kikwete won 60% or something. I don't have exactly numbers. Mm-hmm. But from... Uh, 80-something, 50-something. Now, this election mm. is going to be very, very, very tight. And I wouldn't be surprised if um, CCM lose but refuse to say they have lost. Yeah, but then, I mean, my, my thinking would be, um, so you're saying um, Lisu is there. Yeah. And now you're saying Membe is there as well. Yeah. Wouldn't that- so wouldn't that divide that opposition? They are actually talking, and today they had um, one of the meetings. Mm. I saw Lisu and Membe being united together, and they are thinking of making coalition. 
which I mm. think if they do that, if they do that. Now, yeah, finish your point and I'll come in. And this is one of the things that they have been talking about for the last two or three weeks, that we need to have one person to stand on opposition. And this is not like the way they did last time when they they had something called Ukawa. You remember yeah, yeah, they yeah, made Ukawa. a coalition called Ukawa. This time is not that way because how, how is it different this time? The difference is that they have a reason because they feel democracy has been threatened. They have seen somebody shot in Dodoma in a government facilities, and they think this guy on in power has something to do with that. So if you see, uh, the, the, the thing about oppositional politics are very, uh, we shouldn't look at them, in my point of view, we yeah. shouldn't look at them in a way of uh, feeling sympathy for someone. Now, mm -hmm. coming from Uganda, uh, Uganda has a reputation of roughing up uh, opposition leaders. Mm -hmm. Now, Ask Chiza Resige, he's been, been in prison countless times. In fact, he has a record for being in prison. Not just being in prison, they beat him up seriously. Uh, at one time, he, he, he sought treatment in Kenya. Uh, people over three years did not feel that sympathy to translate to votes. And now, uh, just building on that, mm. where, uh, the way we see it from outside, uh, right now the elections are coming in the midst of a pandemic. Now, when you see how things are turning up in, I mean, in Tanzania, we kind of see that people are sympathetic with their approach, that their life is going on. So how is that going to affect the outcome of the elections? In Tanzania, Tanzania, they have one thing that is very, I would say, is very strange and sometimes peculiar and unique. And one of those is not, is not to see somebody dominating and becoming the only man who says everything and everybody follows. Mm. They're struggling with that. On top of that, within CCM itself, yeah. the big man on top there has been stepping on so many people's toes. There are people within the party themselves that don't think he should carry on being there. Mm. But they can't say it. They, yeah. can't, they can't challenge because he's a man, he's a strong man, you can't challenge him. Mm. The only way they can do is either try to support the people that they see they're actually willingly or openly challenging him. People like Lisu, people like mm. Bernard Membe. Mm. Or sometimes, just don't, don't put your head up. Yeah. Trying to be as quiet as we can so that you can carry on feeding your family, but no campaign for him as strong as you, you were campaigning for the last president because you want actually him to stay. So those two things. One, knowing that strong, this strong man here, we are, get, we are getting tired of him. But also, we need we need a person who actually can bring that. How can I put it? People that can feel like they are valued again, because I think in Tanzania, people some people they are quite fed up of uh, just knowing mm. this one man who says. Everything. And 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 you don't think uh, Magufuli would use that by saying anyone that's fighting him is fighting him because obviously they were very corrupt, and now Magufuli has uh, fought very hard against corruption. So anyone that is complaining at the moment, because I know from, uh, I mean, a, a very simple perusal of, uh, of uh, Twitter, for example, anytime 
anyone writes anything that's anti-CCM, you'll see what the accusations are. You know, uh, you guys have been eating, now you can't eat, that's why you're complaining. And I see a lot of that going on, right? Uh, the other bit to this as well is um, you seem to be suggesting that um, the Tanzanian elect uh, Electoral Board will completely perform above board, right? Mm -hmm. The Electoral Commission. So is that what you think? Do you think that uh, there's no... Because, you know, we always say the it's not the people who vote. It's the, peop it's the person that counts the vote that matters. So are you suggesting that... Um, the Electoral Commission. Yeah, will... We'll, perform above board? I think there's a, there's a very, very um, gray area in that, mm. on that, though, because if you think of, and that's why one of the things that uh, opposition parties or the coalition that they're thinking to have, one of the things they're crying on is to have free and fair election and, and free electoral commission. Mm. But I don't see that happening because if we if they have that, there's a very big chance for CCM not to have majority in the parliament mm. or even to lose election completely. But so just one more question, just one question. Yeah. Um, do you, uh, like in Uganda, yeah. we, the, our electoral system is like this. Yeah. Okay? We, it's, uh, we vote for a, a president as well as your member of parliament. Yeah. And um, what is happening in Uganda, for example, is there is micro districts, or there is the way of client patronage. Yeah. And the way Museven creates that is to create um, as many districts as there. We have uh, about 500 MPs. Yeah. Now, is there any chance that CCM could win the presidency and lose? control of the parliament or is your electoral system different from Uganda? I think the electoral system is in Tanzania is, is exactly the same as Ugandan uh, electoral system. Yeah. Um, the, and exactly the same way Museven has been using um, his power to have districts and uh, district commissioners exactly, yeah. and, uh, so and district um administrators who are actually the ones who are in charge are directly elected by the president yeah so is that's what's happening in exactly the and same how thing how do you think the opposition can overcome that uh in terms of you see the i i want to bring this up uh, you seem to be very optimistic about the chances of the opposition mm. but what we have found out is that uh these strong african men like seven megafoli they have very strong rural support yeah. Now, if you are from Uganda and you come from Kampala, people power would be the, now they, they're calling the platform, the national unity will be the, uh, the party. Yeah. And for us who are on Twitter or we are on um, social media, any other social media, we get that false feeling that, um, you know, Bobby Wine has a chance. I, um, um, we haven't seen yet how he's doing, but... Does uh, CCM or Magaf uh, Magafuli have uh, uh, any, um, the opposition have any chances of winning in rural areas? Just, just, think, just think of, um, of um, for example, let's take um, Zanzibar. Yeah. Zanzibar, 
Yesterday I was just watching and listening the leader of ACT was Alendo talking and giving statistics of how they see things. For example, take Zanzibar where ACT has taken almost all the CUF members, mm -hmm. including parliamentarians. Yeah. That itself is quite a big chunk of people, regardless is it rural or township or in the cities. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then in the eastern side of Tanzania, from Tanga all the way to Lindi, mm -hmm. ACT is very strong. Then you come up north, Kilimanjaro, Arusha, and Manyara, all those areas, mm. Chadema is very, very strong. Mm. But then you think, where actually CCM gets... So you mean that the opposition have uh, support in rural areas? Yeah, they, uh, do. they do. But, but, they do. but you saying that almost seems like... Um, uh, so if you say uh, one party has support in you know this Lindy side and another uh, party on the Manyara side, what is that then? Is that ethnic base? Because the way most people outside uh, Tanzania, Tanzania think of Tanzania yeah. is that there's no ethnicity, you know, in terms of, of a people's political thought. But that does sound. I mean, what 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 is the reason that a party would have support? A lot of it support in the east and not in the north. Yeah, I think, for example, let's take um, the eastern side of Tanzania and southern east of Tanzania. Mm. Those were uh, CUF areas where, mm. in my opinion, I think is the area populated by Muslims and they have all that. Mm. In Tanzania, sometimes we talk about this, no, this is not that. But CUF, if you look at CUF the way it was, mm. majority member of them, they are Muslims. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. But then... Up north, you realize actually the leader of Chadema mm. and most of the leaders, top leaders of Chadema, they are from north. Mm. So, 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 when people so talk, even if people don't talk about it, it is a thing. It, mm. it, 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 it mm. exists. Mm. But also, ACT was a lendo, mm. is leaders from Kigoma. So also, ACT is very strong in Kigoma. Mm. Kigoma is like on the shows on Lake on, Victoria. It, on the, uh, the near, near Burundi. Yeah. Yeah. Burundi. Yeah. Yeah. So... It, it does exist. Uh, mm. let's, let's be honest here. Mm. But then uh, saying that Magafuli is from what? Northwest, right? Yeah. Because Magafuli is also from near, near the border, right? Yeah. He's from... Um, He's from Kagera. Kagera, Kagera yeah. region. Nowadays they call it Chato and all that. From mm. a uh, Ugandan territory. Yeah, yeah. That's why when he goes to talk to seven, they speak their local language and understand yeah. each other, to yeah, give I each other deals. I think I've heard him speak and I was <laughs> like, oh, is this guy our neighbor or something? Because I, yeah. I can understand um, whatever he speaks. So there yeah. is an element of yeah. ethnicity. Yeah. yeah. But also we are expecting to see more people coming into ACT Wazalendo because Membe is now ACT Wazalendo member and is one going to stand for presidency mm -hmm. who is actually advocating to have one opposition leader and he said very clear that i'm more than happy to run with the pres uh, for presidency with another person i don't mind mm. what i need is to see ccm mm. getting off our neck that's what i need if you are to give it a chance how many uh chance i mean uh for the opposition to, to finally end um do they have like a 40 percent chances i would say they do have more than 40 percent yeah to be honest because the way i'm saying it is that you have act mm -hmm. you have and act is only six years old mm -hmm. 
but now it's swapping the country to be honest you have chadema which people they think is dead but is pretty strong to, and then you have other small parties yeah and remember that ccm here is fighting a war within itself not a war but there's a, there's a quite friction between within itself and then with the rest of the parties all if comes together they could anything could happen in this election mm. but then uh, the other thing would then be because we've seen this um before so uh member supports uh, lisu mm -hmm. because members like we need to get rid of magufuli yeah. does that necessarily mean members people also agree with that move because we've seen this before in many countries i yeah. mean in in uh, kenya for example we had um you know someone who's got a whatever level of support for example kalonzo yeah. decided to support raila but then what happened was because he supported raila there's some some level of uh he he's 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 uh, he's got support amongst his people but it's not 100% support yeah. his people would put all their eggs in one basket if he's the candidate yeah. but if he's not the candidate then maybe you get 60 70% of his people put their eggs in that basket then the other 30% will now spread out in all the other parties so what's the likelihood of yes, something I, th I think like one that's that point is very important actually mm. when you th when you think of Kenyan politics mm. and Tanzania politics mm. where we differ is that Kenyan they are very quick to make coalitions mm. and people they can swap to something mm. else mm. completely new they are completely yeah. different yeah but Tanzania they look who they know who have been ahead of them who has been leading them for long time mm. and member is known for having networks is a very good in networking yeah within the party mm. and i think one of the things that made him and lowasa not to get into top 3 in the previous election mm. is because their networking were literally departed the part into two sections mm, mm. and with that they couldn't agree if lowasa become a flag bearer yeah. will member support him yeah they couldn't agree with that so then the the only way they could do that is to bring magufuli who doesn't have any camp from anywhere okay so that's how he ended up becoming a president yeah. so um as i said before uh, uh, this election is in the midst of pandemic in uganda yeah. they see magufuli as someone who they admire for two reasons corruption in uganda uh, is a and uh, is a pandemic when you when when the president of tanzania came in power he was like a symbol of anti anti corruption now is a symbol of is letting people do their business i mean i mean this this pandemic is that going to help him in this election that he hasn't locked down like seven has done in uganda you know they do say in swahili mnyonge mm. mnyongeni lakini haki yake mpeni that means you know you can do whatever you want to do to a poor man but just give him his right yeah okay Magufuli, magufuli yeah he has done a lot concerning the corruption and all that yeah. but one of the things which is becoming an enigma here yeah. is the coronavirus and how he have dealt with yeah because we are in the dark and we don't really know what is going on out there yeah yeah he has pushed the country to keep working mm. and seems like 
it's working, but it's hard to say if his idea of not locking down the country is working because he is known for being a person who is all about work, work and work and work. But does he, uh, me and you, we know yeah. uh, that maybe his approach is not good or we have an opinion on that. Yeah. But I'm talking about in terms of how you see the population reacting to to, uh, to, to, to his approach. Because in Uganda, the country that has only five people so far as of today dead, they just seem like oh, the government is wasting our time. In Tanzania, they're not doing anything and we don't hear them. I know there is no information what's going up there. Uh, the recent uh, article on BBC shown that um, hospitals are not overwhelmed. Uh, so would that help um, uh, this guy come two months when you guys go to the polls? It's very hard to say if it will help him or not because mm. we didn't lock down. Mm. So we don't know how lockdown feels like. Okay. If he would have locked down for at least mm. for two weeks mm. and mm. released people to go to work, well, yeah. people actually, they will know, oh, mm. this this our guy he didn't ah, okay. so, so this is good so in fact what we should be saying we should now go on twitter and say uh, a tanzanian in london has suggested magufuli should lock down tanzania <laughs> so they can so that, yeah exactly <laughs> so that people can like it more okay that's a good that's a good way to look at it yeah and uh, i mean now it's very interesting because uh, there is dr elisha osati is the uh, medical association of tanzanian president okay uh, he's now running for office. So do you think there is uh, a reward if you actually do not publish what's going on in Tanzania? Those could be things that happens in the locked doors mm. where, you know, there's a lot of things happening when doors are locked. Mm. Yeah. You know, what office is yeah. he running for? Uh, he's running as one member of parliament. Mm. Yeah. And it's so confusing because everybody... In terms that we have never seen something like this, mm -hmm. we have so many people mm -hmm. want to run for the office. Yeah, but for a, for a person like him who have been in a really high level uh, of you know professionalism, professionalism yeah, there's nothing will stop me thinking. Probably there are some promises yeah. of him to become somewhere. But on on the other side, though, it's a shame that you can trade your professionalism to to power. But isn't that a human nature? It if, if you guarantee a bit of uh, a, a nice attention. But no one is guaranteed anything in politics. In, um, in politics, you can, I mean, it depends. You can either go and steal quickly, or if there is clear politics, you have a life pension. If you happen, for example, to be a member of parliament in Uganda, you have a life pension, so that's very good investment. That's where people they are running for, but some of them they just end up being so embarrassed. Yeah. For example, the regional commissioner of Dar es Salaam, mm. Paul Makonda, mm -hmm. he wanted to stand for MP for Kigamboni, and yeah. then you know, did he run? He was running in the primaries mm. and he lost, he, he didn't lost. even get into the elections. No, but he was running in CCM, yeah, yeah, and now it's hard mm. to go back. To go and beg Mzee. Yeah, for his, yeah, mm. for his old job. And ask for But there, there are people who I can see, because my my thinking about Tanzania sometimes is a bit like, um, and that's why I feel like CCM will win. That, uh, for example, I'll give you an example. You can see there's people that you can see they're building up. Jokate, for example. Yeah. 
Jokate is a celebrity. Yeah. How did she end up as a commissioner or a wilaya, as a district yeah. commissioner? You know, and if you look at how much um, publicity she's been getting, you can see she's going somewhere. Yeah, but then you look. Okay, you think of elections coming. Mm. You have somebody who is ready mm. to influence young people. What else would you ask for? Just to give Jokate mm. to be a district commissioner. It's like, it's like a peanut because you know the impact that she's going to mm. have on the young people. Exactly. So I think Sisi Momagufu, whoever put her there, I think is, that was just a smart move. And, yeah. and how is religion playing out in this, uh, uh, in terms of, uh, uh, it might, you know, Tanzania is a stronger religious uh, country led by someone who's a fanatic Catholic. Yeah. He's declared that, uh, uh, you know, that they are coronavirus. Pray free. for three days and yeah. then coronavirus Coronas will go away. Uh, and he's strongly thinking yeah. that's so going away because that, of that. Yeah, would that uh, again now uh, translate into votes? Like, you know, people follow him as that, that he's our spiritual leader as well as our president. I, I would say no, because mm. in Tanzania there's one thing that people they actually don't do, mm. and that is mixing politics and religion. And religion. religion. People are just, and it, it's funny because mm. people they were just brought up mm. in that sense of, oh, Dini ni dini, siasa ni siasa. Don't mix these two things together. Mm. And uh, just, just interpret that. That religion means just religion uh, and lies is uh, lies. Uh, uh, no, 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 the politics, politics. is just politics. politics. Yeah. yeah. So people they just have that, and that's why people they find it really difficult, mm. even if a priest try to challenge the officials. Yeah. People they think he's been he's been ridiculous because they are not familiar with that. Uh, just one thing that I found out happening in Tanzania is now they're saying that you're not allowed to protest online. What is protesting online? I think those is, those are just scaremongers for now, us. I'm for asking this because in, in Zambia, mm. people went in the bush after they banned protests and they went on Facebook and, uh, you know, put placards up and, and broadcast themselves live on the internet. How, why do you think that is scaring presidents? I you mean, know, you know, you know, you know. There are things that you know. Once one of the politicians have mm. said this, he said, "You have everything, yeah. but you're still so scared. You live in a mansion, but you're still scared mm. of snake biting you. What? What is that?" And the reason he said that is because. The sense of the ruling party and the top officials just still feeling so unsafe mm. that actually this could be end of mm. our hegemony. Yeah. Like so, so, and all these ideas of okay, n no protesting online, blah blah blah, is just something that is not going to work. It has been said for a very long time. People that have been they have said there's no online TVs and all that. But mm. we see every day people YouTubing and all that. So they can say, and they will, they will carry on saying that, mm. but I don't think actually that, um, I don't think it works. For And it's not going to work. Okay, that, that, that's quite interesting because uh, what, I, what, what like somebody asked me whether Boopy Wine will, uh, will, uh, will beat them seven. And my answer was, because... 
where or you see comments on the on 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 twitter and everything is like this man has rattled m7 and my answer was simple is m7 is not worried because he's going to lose to bobby wine he's worried because he's going to win and what happens next is a problem <laughs> you see because yeah, uh, yeah. as i said he's already known how that you know he's he's already he closed every door of the opposition to to win so the opposition are not very stupid they've also started looking on alternatives of moving on 70. now when you see how the language is going they are becoming more of winning hearts and minds of the soldiers but so it, it comes like they are looking beyond the vote to remove Museveni. is that is there any kind of something to happen in Tanzania? I, I, th I think that's a, it's very different from mm -hmm. Uganda because Tanzania, they're not thinking of getting Magufuli out of office because it's been there for too long. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that's very challenging in Tanzania is that they can, it feels like, oh, it's okay. Miyaka Mitano is nothing. Five mm -hmm. years is nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, he will be here, he will go. And he knows that. That's why every time he keeps saying, yeah, after after my second term, yeah, I'm okay. gone. But doesn't that isn't that a problem in itself? But it gives a sense of a false um, uh, sense of uh, that we're gonna have a change of government, which is simply a change of personalities within the same party. And that's what that's what I'm saying. That yeah. and CCM knows knows that yeah. one of the mistakes that CCM will never do yeah. is to be there for more than ten years. Yeah. What they give you, they give a different personality in the same. It's mm. important mm. because mm. they know that, yeah. and that's no change. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's also better better the devil you know than the devil you don't know, right? <laughs> yeah. Because with CCM, yes, it's the same party, but as you say, if it's different personalities, yeah. what yeah. Magufuli was doing was very different to what uh, Kikwete was doing. Yeah. And remember what uh, even uh, uh, yeah. Ali Hassan Mwinyi did mm. right after Nyerere when he was called Mzerusa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because huh? he's the first person that let everyone. Do his own yeah, thing, yeah. Exactly. So, uh, you know, I feel like, and that's why personally, I feel it will be very, very difficult to dislodge CCM. I feel like they're going to be there for quite a while. But one of the things that, if I uh, must just you, say this one, yeah, we will see a very different CCM after Magufuli, because this the what, one that what we have, see now yeah, yeah. is Magufuli's CCM. Hmm. After Magufuli, we will see a very, very beyond recognition CCM. Hmm. Because there are people who have been just holding on for him to finish his term. Yeah. Mm. There are people who just say, Mzee, you have been there, you have hurt us so much. We might see something that Tanzania have never seen before. Mm. Because some people, they just like... Because this is a system where you have one man mm. saying and no questions. So after that, yeah. people, they're going to go wild. And this is my prediction, but I could be wrong. But... Yeah. We expect to see a very different system so of that's, Magufuli. So uh, you mean in five years or you mean next? Whatever in, comes, in, in if, if 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 October yeah. he managed not to come back to his office, yeah. still be a very different CCM. Okay. Yeah. With that, we've come to the end of our very first episode, looking specifically on the elections in East Africa. Thanks everyone for listening, and a special thanks to our special guest today, Goody Palanjo. And we thank the management at the Jago where we record our, 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 our podcast over a pint. The original music was by the many vendors and Molere Matondo Africa, 
I am Eric Mwenemugaru and Kwame Otiende. Thanks again for listening.